Yeah, we are back, Slee. It's been a few days, but here we go again. Travis and Slee on a Wednesday night. It feels pretty good. Yeah, we got uh, we got two shows this week, Trav. We got Wednesday, we got Friday. By the way, my favorite, yeah. you know how you start off the show with your scream and I have uh, my clapping in the background? Uh-huh. So there's music, there's a setup, Morales has the whole open. Uh-huh. If you ever listen to it on the podcast... It is the most confusing thing for every podcast listener because you just hear you screaming, me clapping, and there's no music in the background. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. I'm going to have to go back and check that out. But see, all right, so I don't know if it's on the podcast or not, but your Brenda Walsh comments right at the top there. I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad Chris brought that up because I like to listen back to things on tape every once in a while, and I hadn't heard that one in a while. And yeah. me saying to you that you were look, clearly looking at the wrong person, I think is the nicest way I've ever called somebody ugly in my entire life. I've gone back, uh, <laughs> listened, to the, listened to the tape as well. I've, I've searched a lot of Google images, and uh, I stand by my comment a couple months ago, <laughs> and I'm actually, I've never been more confident about my comment since uh, <laughs> yeah, I can tell that, since that first show. Since I that can first tell, show. Even through a Zoom uh, connection where I'm looking at you, you're in the uh, LA Live studios. I'm here in uh, my home, but I could tell Country that, that was just a, an aggressive if, lie on your part. I, if I told you how many times I've I've DM'd Shannon and she still has not got back to <laughs> me. She's still not she's still she not still hasn't got back to me. I don't think back. I think maybe she uh, she hasn't logged in in a while. That's the only reason I could think of why she would not reach back out to me. Well, maybe you move on to like Andrea Zuckerman or something. You know she's our SAG president, so nope. you, she has to re- she has to return your calls because you're a union member. I'm um I'm uh, committed, I'm loyal. <laughs> I'm not somebody that bounces around like you, Trav. So, there you go. Oh, speak, speaking of that, and yeah. we're going to get to it a little bit later of, but you know, I I have a lot of questions for you, Slee, mm-hmm. that we're going to get to later on about the world of dating in the early part of the 21st century i have been okay. married i will let me see it's uh in a few months here i will be celebrating you've been married for six months now 24th anniversary wow look okay. at you so good for it's, you it's coming up pretty soon so mm-hmm. it'll be my 20 i have not been on a date with somebody other than my wife in a very very long time so well, i'm very curious as to how the whole catfishing thing works i'm very curious about how this entire laker blogger that went yeah, missing yeah. that really didn't go miss- I, I i have a lot of questions about this i just want to give you enough time to kind of get your head around all of that and, and help me through that well chav you know i mean obviously a lot of people um one of the main reasons why i was brought to this station was the pop culture part that i'm you know obviously so good at um, sure uh, I'm very much in, into the entertainment it's, it's, industry. I spent a lot lane. of that's my lane, right? That's uh, the whole <laughs> Lakers stuff. All that stuff is all just uh, is just all for a show. So we'll get into catfishing and how that world works. And you know, you, you, you're kind of talking to an expert here when it comes to that world. So <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad that you're going to be able to, to whatever walk the hell any that. of that means that I just well, said. I, I know what the words mean. I just mm-hmm. don't understand how it gets to the point that it gets to in some of these cases because. I've always thought that dating was an opportunity to lead to a certain physical connection, shall sure, we say? Sure. And and that those physical connections are never met, much less any sort of like, just like I don't know, sitting across and having a meal with somebody or sharing a drink or something like that. That it goes way be that none those of these days things have ever are over. Those days are over, Trav. There's no physical connection. Eh, it's all I've online been- now. 
then what's the no, point? No, it's not. Exactly? It's not. Not. I mean, the, I understand companionship yeah. and having somebody that you can trust. And I, that's all very, very important. Now you just message each there, o- message each other. There are other components to this as well. Don't forget, we've got Ashley coming up uh, in about a half hour or so, forty-five minutes. We're going to do it at seven forty-five. So make sure that you send your questions in. Hashtag them. Ask Slee. You can send them to Slee at Alan Slee. You can send them to me at Travis Rogers. We're going to get to as many of those as we can. And it feels like a long time. It actually feels longer than it's been, Slee, but it's been since about Valentine's Day since we've seen Anthony Davis play basketball, AD. and we're going to get to see him play probably tomorrow night. All signs indicate that tomorrow night's the night. Yeah, he um, and we're going to play some of his clip a little bit earlier today after uh, Lakers practice. I think it might have been right before. Yeah, it was after Lakers practice. Um, he got a chance to connect with the media, so we, we got that entire interview, so we're going to play blocks of that. Um Trav, is it crazy to say that the toughest stretch of the Lakers' regular season is now behind us? Is it crazy to say that the Lakers will will only um, get healthier every day moving forward here? And obviously I'm talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. AD is, look, this is such a big, critical chip that the Lakers haven't had in 30 games. He's missed 35 games so far this year. We only have 14 games left. So to have that conversation, we knew it was going to come. We didn't know when it was going to come. Initially, the um, thought process was four to six weeks that Anthony Davis would be out. Here we are, nine weeks, I think. I want to say something along those lines. So the Lakers obviously extremely cautious. Maybe the injury, uh, that pain threshold was worse than he had initially thought. But we're about to get Anthony Davis back, and we're getting him. If, if you could – listen – you don't want anybody to be out. You don't want any injuries. But if you can say, if AD was going to miss 30 games um, or 35 games this season, if there is any time that you want to get him back, is this not the perfect time to get him back? Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. They, they, I want to get into the idea of if the, the hard part is behind him. I think that's very interesting. But I also am very curious what Laker fans think about what, what are their expectations for Anthony Davis if we see him tomorrow, and if it's not tomorrow, if it's Saturday, what are your expectations? 877-710-ESPN. You can go ahead and make that call. I, I, I agree with you, Slee. I think that they got through this about as – Pain, painlessly as possible. And not that there wasn't pain, but the, here, here are the numbers. Without LeBron and AD together, they went 7-8. and eight. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn good. Okay? That if you would have said without the two best players on this team, they were going to win about as often as they lose, that's not bad. Without Anthony Davis during this stretch, they went 14-15. and 15. Now, some of those games obviously included LeBron, but that's they were basically a 500 team. Now, they didn't, other than the, the Brooklyn game, which just kind of fell into their laps, there wasn't a bunch of wins in there that you didn't think that they, that they got that you didn't expect them to get. They beat the teams that you thought they would have a chance to beat. They lost to the teams that you thought they would probably lose to. But I think that's ultimately a really good sign. I think that means that their guys have figured out ways to do some little bit of extra things. So when these other guys come back, namely AD and LeBron, that now instead of having to get 25 from THT, Mm -hmm. you don't need it. You can get your 12 or 14 from him. But if you have a night where, you know what, maybe AD's shot's not going. Maybe LeBron, for whatever reason, isn't feeling like LeBron on any given night. You have all these other options where guys have had to step up in the past, and now they can. I think they got through a very, very difficult couple of months about as good as you could have reasonably hoped for. I, um, I'll go a step further. I, I did not – I agree with you on the – if they played around 500 basketball – tell me another team if 
the uh, if the uh, throw out a couple teams out there Simmons and Embiid Simmons and Embiid Jokic Jamal Murray Damian Lillard CJ McCollum go down the list of uh, Donovan uh, Mitchell Rudy Gobert Jason Tatum Jalen Brown think about if if your squad lost their two best players impossible you're going to probably play around 500 basketball in today's NBA and I bring that up because. The conversation that we were having when when first Anthony Davis went out, it was like, can you play 500 basketball? Then LeBron goes out, and then a lot of the conversation was, how far are they going to fall? Okay, are they in a playing game? Okay, are, well, we know they're not going to be sitting with it. Are they in eighth place? Are they? How far back are they going to drop? They're in fifth, Trav. And you know, I think luckily this is just part of the NBA. Portland lost some games. Um, Dallas has been Dallas last game they lost against the Nug or the Sacramento Kings at home. So. I think that the Lakers, the fact that they're sitting where they're sitting, and I was making this case yesterday on Lakers Talk, is obviously, uh, I I think it's unbelievable. But the timing of how all this is going to work out, let me play something, because Anthony Davis was talking about LeBron coming back once LBJ comes back and kind of what that dynamic is going to look like. He's going to be coming back soon. Take a listen to uh, Anthony Davis from earlier today. But we're going to... We're going to have to be able to, to make up for that load. I mean, the guys have done a great job of making sure that we stay in the fight while, uh, you know, LeBron and myself have been out. Um, and now that I'm, you know, near return, uh, I think he probably have, you know, maybe a couple of weeks or so, I'm guessing. Um, you know, it's going to be my job to, to try to help the team stay afloat until he come back as well and, and stay fighting. But this team has done, you know, you know more than we can ask for. Um, you know, each guy to make sure that we stay in the fight and, um, you know, win games. You know, even when, you know, guys thought that we were going to drop dramatically, uh, drastically because of, you know, me and Bron's injury. But, you know, we've been able to stay afloat. So, uh, you know, we're going to continue to work hard, uh, be the hardest playing team, being, being a team that, that plays for each other, play together, and continue to win ball games. Yeah, I mean – he, he, he touched on all the points. I think he's exactly right. The one thing that he didn't mention, that you haven't mentioned, that I haven't mentioned, at least not tonight, that I think is, is worthy of credit is Frank Vogel. The, because, look, he's a first-year coach last year. He gets LeBron. He has AD. They win the championship. And I think just generally speaking, a lot of the response is, yeah, well, shoot, if I had AD and LeBron James, I could figure out a way to get deep into the playoffs too. You know, who couldn't coach LeBron and AD? Okay, fine, whatever. Well, he just went through a couple of months without both of those guys, and they played 500 basketball where their best player is Dennis Schroeder or maybe Mm -hmm. Kyle Kuzma. And no disrespect to those guys. Those guys are nice players, but those are not guys that are going to be the front, the best player on a good NBA team. That's just not how this league is set up. They're not those guys. And that they played 500 basketball for that period of time is not just a credit to all those great players, and it's certainly mostly their credit, but the coach has to get a good deal of it too for for making sure – because never one – I shouldn't say never. Very rarely in this run of games did you look at this and go, oh, they're just just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. Maybe once or twice, three times over the course of 30 games, that's damn good. I actually – I had those feelings when LeBron and AD were were – playing earlier this year yeah. that the Lakers were going through the motions you know and, and that's because you knew that um, they knew they had so much wiggle room and when you lose those two players obviously uh, you, you can't there is no role player churning and say oh well LeBron will fix this or AD will take care of that or we'll be fine because we got these two players so Lakers obviously had no margin for error and um, I thought Anthony Davis kind of pointing out too that 
what the role players did, and, and I know, Trav, we've hit on this before, this will benefit the Lakers in the big picture. It really no will. Uh, this will benefit the Lakers, the, the mere fact that they'll walk into the playoffs, probably be fresher simply because their stars have got some rest, and then also you got role players that certainly gained some confidence during this stretch. All right, so what are your expectations for Anthony Davis when he gets back on the court? 877-710-ESPN. I'll tell you what my expectations are, and they're probably not anything that you would expect. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, 877-710-ESPN. Your expectations for Anthony Davis in his return to basketball, uh, hopefully tomorrow. Frank Vogel said if he feels good in the morning after today's practice that he's going to play, uh, expectations are that he will be out there. Let me let me start with this, Lee. Let me tell you what I want to see from Anthony Davis tomorrow. And surprisingly, it's similar to what our pal John of Fullerton writes. Um, what he writes is, Travis and Slee, my expectations for AD when he comes back from his first game, don't get hurt again. I'll fight him if he does. Now, I'm not going to fight anybody. That's your territory. You're the one that gets in bar fights, not me. But what I will say is this. <laughs> That's really all I – I want to watch Anthony Davis run up and down the court. I want to watch him jump in the air and grab a rebound. I want to watch him shuffle his feet to defend a player. I want to watch him take off on his jumper and land, and I want it to look like it's looked every other time I've seen Anthony Davis do that. You, That's it. You want AD to be AD. That's it. Yep. Nothing else, right? That's you know, it. You know, it's um, – we'll, we'll talk about this as the show progresses, but the way he described February 14th, mm-hmm. the way he described – he used the word – felt like it was – something tore like tearing right you know i I, i've got i've had some sports injuries um where it's just like a simple ankle injury or something like that right tweak an ankle whatever the case is listening to the word tear might be the (laughs) worst word to describe any type of injury and when i heard ad describe it like that because i i remember during the broadcast you know john and michael are doing the broadcast initially you saw just the look on anthony davis's face like I can't be good, you know that's no. that's not good. The way he kind of gingerly walked off, and everybody kind of was like, "Uh, what was that? What what happened with? What does that mean?" You know, that was kind of the conversation. So we really haven't got a chance to see Anthony Davis all season long. It's one thing, Trav, when you're coming back from an injury. It's one thing, um, you know, you're favoring something. It's a whole nother mental world of it, of just being able to play without thinking about it. And I think that's my main thing with Anthony Davis. I just want to see the rest of the the rest of the season through the playoffs. You want AD not to be thinking about any type of injury. You want AD just to be thinking about basketball. That's the hope. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. I want to go back to the first thing you said about the word tearing and all of these things. The, first of all, when AD went down, and I'm, I'm just going to be honest here, and I know this is going to bother people, but I'm going to say it anyway. When he went down, I just assumed it was him getting knocked down again. He gets knocked down all the time. He gets he he rolls around on the ground in agony a lot. 
and then pops right back up and plays. That's just kind of his deal. It's not a criticism. It's an observation that for a guy that is as big as he is, he's on the ground a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, just just watch how often he's on the ground, the amount of times that LeBron James is on the ground or Kyle Kuzma is on the ground or Andre Drummond is on the ground. He beats him 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. So when he went down, like, oh, okay, whatever, this is just the latest in him doing what he does. Now, obviously, this was very different. So that that part I did not – really share in that but when you hear the word tear when you hear the word that that just fills any athlete or anybody that follows something they heard something pop or you know what i mean is the right pop Mm -hmm. is the other one tear and pop are the two words that are really bad and here here's what i need from you that hopefully we're going to be doing this show for a long time Mm -hmm. if i ever tell you hey slee um i went out to get the mail today and um something popped what I need you to do is I need you to drive over to my house and put me down. Like, just just hold a pillow over my face. I, I, I'm not even going to fight you. Eventually, like, my natural survival instinct will, will kick in. But I think if you really lean on that, I need you to take me out. I don't want to have to rehab anything that has popped or torn. That's not how I roll. And lastly, I will say this. There is one thing worse than popping or tearing, mm-hmm. and that is the violation of the skin envelope, mm. which is what happens when bones come out. That's the worst thing, whether it's Alex Smith or Joe Theismann or Tiger Woods or any of these things. That's the worst part. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. You and I have talked about kind of the warriors that we are going out on our walks during the middle of the day. And uh, I think I described it last week as um, typically for me, it's, uh, you know, a woman with her two kids and a dog. (laughs) Tandem stroller. And just flying by me. Okay. So for me, it's more how it happens, because if it does happen, it's not going to be a great story that I'm going to have behind it. It's not going to be me sitting back and saying, well, I was playing five on five and this was uh, the championship game in this league that I mean, whatever the case is. No, it's going to literally be walking around some park in freaking Pasadena where where I, I have this type of injury. So I'm more concerned about that than the actual injury. Okay, good. One quick thing, and then we're going to take a phone call here. So sit tight if you're on hold. We're coming to you in just one second. But you talked about our walks. I did something that I've never done before on one of these walks. I um, I went on Key Show, the 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 My live man. version My of man. it, right? Curtis, and, and it was, Curtis, you listening to this yesterday? It, <laughs> you know, I don't know what you were doing. Travis pretty, was just casually on a national radio show across the country twice, which. Twice. Actually, I, I was here when Travis did his first one, so I do believe it because I was okay. Here. By right. the way, by the way, and just casually, as they have to promote Travis, they have to put Travis and Sliwa up on That's the right. graphics there. So I'm walking around with my chest out. Eh, it is as what it you is. Should. You know, some people, some people are on national shows, some people aren't. They're, and I, <laughs> I have people ask me, so you were on a national show? I wasn't, but Travis yeah. was. But, but you that's know, good you, enough. Your, your name was there. So while I bring this up m- mainly just to let everybody know, I was that waiting I did for them that. to spell it wrong, or they would just have, <laughs> or Travis, it would just say Travis and, and then it cut <laughs> off right there. <laughs> yeah, Travis and that other, you know, dude. So I, I bring it up for two There's reasons. One, dude. I just wanted to bring it up so everybody would know that I did that, and I did it twice. But the second day, mm-hmm. I started at 3 a.m. Pacific time, right? Mm-hmm. So they start at 6 a.m. on the east, so that obviously 3 a.m. here. So I'm up out of bed at about 2.15, 2.20 to mm-hmm. get ready to do this. And I'm excited to do it. My adrenaline's going, and it was great. And we did it from 3 till 4.15. Did an hour and 15 minutes. And so I'm thinking, 3 a.m. Okay. to 4.15 uh-huh. In the morning, uh-huh. out here on the West Coast, yep. you have to 
Um, I, how much of this are you like psyching yourself up to be like honestly, in, in game mode and all that other stuff? Honestly, not at all. It was it, I, I was very excited to get to do a show mm. with Key again. So mm. that was that just kind of happened naturally. So that was pretty easy. And plus, it's fun to do a show, right? Yeah, you get yeah. kind of that natural adrenaline buzz that does it. So the other reason I bring it up is at I'm done at four fifteen in the morning, right? And I'm saying this, okay, I don't start Travis, uh, the Travis portion of Key Show until 5.15. So I have about an hour, right? I what do you try do to go from back to sleep. 4.15 to 5.15? I, you tried to go back to sleep? I, I tried to go back to sleep, mm. think, but I'd already had some coffee. And I'm like, this mistake. isn't going to So I went upstairs. Am I talking to, Curtis? Amateur hour over here. Five minutes. Didn't happen. I'm like, I'm getting up. <laughs> this is what, I, what brought me up. Put on my shoes, uh-huh. right? And I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. Which, so which is go, actually a good idea. That's a good I, idea. I go out the front door at about 420. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, there's nobody outside. So I'm walking. And I start to go for a kind of long walk. I have almost an hour, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm walking up kind of a quasi-main drag in my neighborhood, the kind that Tiger Woods would drive 85 miles an hour down, Jesus. one of those sorts of roads. Jeez. And... There are people walking the streets at 4 or 15 in the morning. I had no idea. And every person that I was getting close to, I'm like, okay, this is the guy that's going to jump me. This is the guy that's going to attack me. This is, this is how it ends for me. Because only bad – and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm the, this guy's but every single You live on a country club overlooking a golf course on Pelican Hill. <laughs> the, You're going to be fine. The golf course is on the other side of the street. Got it. That's, Got that's, it. That's, that's, I went Got the it. other direction. I went the other direction. I, I, but, by the way – you know, I have similar stories like this where around 11 a.m., I'm looking around and I'm saying, look at all of us. Look at all of us getting the day started. <laughs> look at you making eye contact with those at Starbucks as I go the to Starbucks first, say, saying to everybody, I, I get it. We're all on the same page here. All right, let's take our call here. Let's go to, oh, speaking of my neck of the woods, let's go to Newport and Ken. Ken, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Ken? Hi, guys. By the way, you guys are doing a great job. Um, So it's tomorrow, and um, beating Phoenix is important. Uh, They're trying to move up. uh, AD has played his 15 minutes, but the score is tied with five minutes left in the game. Dallas tomorrow, right, Ken? Uh, Dallas tomorrow, not Phoenix. Yeah, against Dallas. Uh, It's important to beat them. So do you leave them in? Do you bring them back in? Or do you just say his 15 minutes are over and uh, risk the game? Uh, it's actually it's, – it's a – appreciate you calling in, first of all, Ken. I think it's a it's a fair scenario to play. This one's easy for me, Trev. Is this one easy for you or no? Very. Yeah, he, Very. he logs 40 minutes tomorrow. I'm just kidding. Um, 15 minutes, call it a day. Uh, Lakers get the win, great. Lakers don't get the win, is what it is. Let's move on to the next day. The Lakers will not play a game mm-hmm. where the result of the game matters until game one of the playoffs. That, that, that's the next game that the Lakers play where the results matter. They're going to have some games. They're going to win enough games to where you don't have to worry about, oh, hey, we got to grab this one tonight. It's tied with two minutes to go. AD's already played his 15 minutes. We really need to get this one. Let's bring him back in the game. That game does not exist between now and the start of the playoffs. The next game the Lakers play, 
that the result matters. I'm not saying that the way that they play doesn't matter. That does. I'm not saying that LeBron coming back and looking good doesn't matter. I'm not saying that AD coming back and looking good doesn't matter. How you fit all the pieces together certainly matters. The result doesn't matter. The win or the loss doesn't matter until game one of the playoffs. This is why these guys have been down for this long. This is why they were so overly cautious with these guys to bring them back in the first place. So, no, you do not burn an extra me. You don't do one single – I don't – care if Anthony Davis comes back and says I've never felt like this in my life I feel like I could run all night long I feel like Superman put me out there coach everything's fine you say Anthony I'm so glad to hear that sit your butt down you're not going back in the game you know that's what the front office is going to do you know what that that's what the coaching staff's going to do and here's the reality Trav I mean we've played this kind of card every different scenario I did this yesterday on Lakers talk if the playoffs started today Lakers got Denver in the first round then Utah is what it is Wherever they end up, it is what it is. Uh, So to play out that scenario for Ken, I get why you can make a case and say, no, this is important. Dallas is, you know, that's the team in seventh place. You want to avoid the playing term. I get all that. The reality is he's been out for 30, 35 games. Um, You're going to gradually bring him back. You're going to do the same thing with LBJ. And we get to May 22nd and the playoffs are about to start. Lakers will obviously take their chances from there. Trav, one thing I want to do when we come back – want to spend a little time on this in regards to, because AD talked about what it's going to be playing with Andre Drummond. Remember, he has not played with him yet. Right. What it's going to be when LeBron James comes back. What's it going to be? What that team is going to look like when everybody is back. And I don't know how we can look at this Lakers team and not think that this is still the team to beat, but I definitely want to get into that when we come back. We will do that for sure. And plus, Slee is going to finally get me squared away on catfishing. And oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely the got the 21st yeah. century. We're yeah, doing we're gonna... that as well. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right. Is your vehicle due for a service? Head into your Valvoline, neighborhood Valvoline instant oil change, home of the 15 minute drive through oil change. Uh, let me make it very simple here. If you got to get your car serviced, if you've been holding off on it and you know you, you kind of have thought about getting an oil change as something that's inconvenient, let me make your life a lot easier. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. Uh, this is how it works. Go to SoCalOilChange.com, put in your zip code. All these different locations around Southern California are going to come up. Uh, I think Curtis, I feel like Curtis takes his car there every 150 miles. He's back over at Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Once a month. No no dragging the kids to a dirty waiting room. Uh, Valvoline, you stay in your car, you stay safe while the expert technicians make sure your ride is in peak performance. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. LA, visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Well, Slee, with that uh, introduction from Chris right there, there's yeah. really no reason not to get right to it. No, no, I'm, I'm this is uh, I'm kind of the guy. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 and bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Right, so there's certain people you go to certain things for. When it comes to catfishing and entertainment, you come to me. (laughs) 
So I've also been told that Kurt, Curtis mentioned to me during one of the breaks, Curtis yeah. is on the board tonight, yeah. that Curtis is a catfishing the TV show, catfishing. Is it Curtis, is it catfishing? Catfish, what's the name catfish. of the show? Catfish. It was catfish. Based, yeah, based off a documentary and became a show. But Yeah, well, I mean, you're, some, you're... some of us that you know are, are kind of, I guess, a little bit more uh, further into it, we call it just CF. Just CF is is what we call it, but if he calls it catfish, I mean, I think he spelled it out there. That, that's fine. So, so when CF is on TV, Curtis is a regular viewer of that. So, Curtis, feel free to weigh in on any of these things. Um, here's what I don't get, and, and yeah. I'm sure most Laker fans kind of have a rough understanding of this. But just, I'm going to give you the the 30 second explanation of what Slee and I are about to talk. Show about. goes till nine. Go for like 40 minutes. <laughs> 30 seconds is more than enough, mm-hmm. and that's the amount of time that this particular thing captured my interest. But the the, the mechanics around it are yeah. fascinating. To me. Mm-hmm. So there was a Laker blogger, supposedly, who went missing, supposedly, and there was a, another person who said, hey, this person is missing, help me find her, and the basketball world kind of sprang in action and tried to help find this uh, woman who is a basketball blogger. Turns out that's Vivian. not exactly what happened. Vivian was not a real person. It doesn't seem that Vivian was a creation of this other person who said Vivian was missing, and Vivian was trying to connect with other uh, NBA players who kind of figured out that this wasn't a real thing, because. but there was another person that was the boyfriend. And anyway, it was a catfishing setup that was involving a Lakers blogger. That's as much information as I need to know to ask the following questions. Again, let me let me start with this. I've been married a long time. Yep. Okay. Not only have I been married for approaching 24 years, um, my wife and I have known each other since we were in the seventh grade. We started dating our junior year in high school, so it has been a long run with the two of us. So I am unfamiliar with the mechanics of dating in the modern age. I know that a lot of it is done online. I know that a lot of people meet online. That's great. That's wonderful. I also understand that typically – A lot of it is handwritten letters. <laughs> You hand them, you deliver it, you mail it over to them, okay? (laughs) But here's here's the part I don't get. Yep. Trying to figure out the best way to say this. This uh, when you meet somebody that you Mm -hmm. say, oh, you know, hey, I I like that person. That person interests me. Mm -hmm. That person interests me on an intellectual level, on an emotional level, and yes, on a physical level. I'd like to get to know that person a little better. So you send them a note, and perhaps that person feels the same way about you. Yep. And they're thinking, you know what? I'm interested in you in a emotional, in a, uh, a companion level, and oh yeah, by the way, physically, I'm attracted to you. Yep. We should. Okay, great. Let's get we together. We made a connection. Let's we get together. Are now connected online, mm-hmm. right? We like each other. Hey, uh, you want to get together this? Uh, you want to get together Friday? Go grab a bite. Ah, can't. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the week no, goes no by. Problem. Hey, yeah. was thinking about Saturday night. Maybe we go grab a drink. You know, it'd be nice to, to get to sit across from each other. Ah, can't. At that point, Slee, I'm out. Because the physical part is kind of important. Mm-hmm. I would very much like to meet that person so we can see if the physical part is a part. Of, I don't understand who keeps getting struck. I don't get Manti Teo falling in love with a woman who wasn't a woman and never meeting her or seeing her or touching her or kissing her or any of these, these, these whole scenarios. It's like, oh, I'm in love. Yeah, but you never uh, met the person. I, I just I don't get how we get to that point. Take me through it. Trav, this is where, you know, you lack um, an imagination here. Oh, 
Okay. Because imagination is a big part of the catfishing game. Um, in this world, I got no idea, Trav. Bro, I think about this. I mean, I, I could sit here I and try to something for a second. I, I, I could sit here. <laughs> I could sit here and try to explain it. Yesterday, um, you know, I had Lakers talk. All this stuff was going on. I what the? I don't know what the hell to talk about. Like, I'm like, I'm gonna bring this up. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have a quick conversation about it. And I'm not saying that it's not entertaining. I'm not saying that there's not curiosity. But the foundation of the entire thing. What do you mean somebody is pretending to be somebody else? And they're duping people into believing that they are a real person, but they're not a real person. Or somebody's doing a podcast with them. I, Trav, I don't have. There's only so much space that is willing to go in here. Right. That type of stuff just absolutely doesn't interest me at all. Curtis, my question then comes to you. Uh, help us kind of understand this a little bit. So, when Travis, you know, when he was saying, "Oh, you know, I, I don't understand," that's what most people feel like. Normal people would run from the hills when they see this. When I not run the, from the hills, I would be like, let's get together. No, can't. Okay, how about the next day? No, can't. Ah, this is obviously a setup. Well, Out. let's continue a one-year relationship without ever seeing right. each other. The issue is a one-year. How about a one-hour relationship? I'm out. I'm out, out, out. I can't say it enough. There, there tends to be a, a trend of the people that fall for these kind of things, at least on the show. It's, it's usually people that went through stuff growing up and, you know, are hard, find it hard to trust people, the people that are vulnerable. And well, no, wait, I, I, Curtis, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the people who do it. Help me understand Same. that part. I, of I'm it. talking now. Okay, it's we're talking. On both Slee ends. wants I'm, to know the catfish er. I'm more interested in the catfish e. <laughs> so, because the catfish e, okay, hold on. I'm, but, I, why, I, but why would somebody be doing it? Like, what attention. is because they're a maniac, that's the because one, they're a attention. bad person, but that's not even that's not even somebody. I don't know. I, I feel like that's not even a good enough explanation. Like, I feel like I need more than that. They're looking for fame, they're looking to scratch an itch in their own life that isn't coming together. The part I don't get, I just don't get, is if you throw a couple of lines in the water, let, let, me, let me ask you this a different way. Slee, how long have you been dating your girlfriend? Um, on and off for a while, on and okay. off for a while. Okay, let's say yep. that in one of the off periods, yep. okay, that you you met somebody online. That mm -hmm. for whatever reason you saw something or somebody sent you something, you said, "Oh, this looks like a nice nice person." Um, hey, you want to grab? How, how many so times simple. would they have to say, "I can't mm -hmm. meet you" before you go? Okay, man. Well, this, no, this I got the joke. hint. Yeah, it's it's not even that it's a joke. It's I got the hint. It, no, no, no you but don't... they're telling you, oh, no, you're so handsome, and you're, oh, I, I'm in love with you, and you're making me laugh, and I can't go Bro, to bed. If, if anybody's to having that type of conversation, text, I, if anybody's I mean. having that type of conversation with somebody and you have not met, it's, it's a you. joke. It's, there's this no is conversation. What I'm talking about. This is the point where they get these emotional connections mm -hmm. with somebody they've never met. I don't understand. Now, again, I'm very lucky. I'm also very naive when it comes to these things because I've had one partner for my entire adult life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But this seems like you've got a little bit of a sucker in you if you fall for this stuff. I'm, I'm on the other one. I'm trying to explain the person who's doing it. You're trying to understand the person who gets caught up in it. Yes. Curtis? Curtis. <laughs> you, you, usually on both ends, you know, because on – Catfish, I've watched all eight seasons many times. Big so that fan. was an actual show? I I, I think it's I remember still, that vaguely. Running. Yeah. Okay. The host was a Catfish himself, and it was based on a documentary. But usually the people, both parties are people that are trying to fill some need. Usually, you know, a lot of times it's someone who who is overweight or something, not happy with themselves, want attention, so they hmm. get a fake picture and do this. Or something happened in their life, they lost someone earlier, they feel like they can't talk to people. It's 
it's a weird it, when you get those two that match though that's when this stuff happens because most people normal people would give up because some of these excuses they get crazier and crazier every time you bail i mean i remember once someone was saying how oh well, i'm sorry my friend died it gets crazy because people want the attention and just want some connection and I, it's sad that it's gotten this point but catfishes have been around since uh our days in myspace honestly i'm out i'm out on I myspace to, I, I i'm not to, out I on need, myspace that's that's gone to resurgence it's been around since then that's gonna be I'm, I'm why why is it called person. catfishing I'm not do we sure, know that actually. i don't know all I right i find out i uh I mean, this, this is what uh, Google says. Catfishing is when someone sets up a fake online profile to trick people who are looking for love. Usually get money out of them. If you're online dating, read these tips so you know how to spot a cat. Well, it doesn't I, oh, oh, Stop, stop, stop right there. I want to guess that the number one thing is that person refuses to ever meet with you. If, yep. that is, if, if there's anything beyond number one, then this list is too long. Yeah, I, I, it goes back to this. If, you know, obviously if you're, like you mentioned, Trav, if you're trying to meet somebody, you're trying to date somebody, I, I don't understand how you can have any connection or go anywhere without actually meeting the individual um, or at least you're FaceTiming them. Or if they're in a different state, you're you're there's got to be something right. I mean, I, I don't understand Dave. it. I don't get it, but I don't know. What to I don't know. We'll see if we have any uh, catfishing questions coming up in Ask Slee Let's, because that is coming up not. next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's get right to it, Slee. This is our first one from Can I TFD. ask Chris? Can I ask Chris? Ask him what? How do you do two pounds of bacon? Oh, he's, um, he's, he's never looked better. He's a professional. He's on fire. He's a professional. Yeah, he's just going through bacon like it's the last days on earth. And, you know, <laughs> two pounds a day, what's the big deal? I mean, uh, at some point, wouldn't you want to eat show an up. apple he or show, something? He's showing up at Costco every other day. They're like, <laughs> yeah. what, what, this they is all you're getting? A diner. By the <laughs> way, he, he, has, he, has the, he has the cart, right? He's taking the whole cart. There's only bacon in it. There's literally nothing else but bacon. That's a lot of bacon. A lot of bacon. It's, it's a lot of too bacon. Much, arguably. All right. TFP says, uh, hashtag ask Slee. Slee, did you watch that YouTuber box against a retired MMA fighter on Saturday night and why? Um, I did watch it. You did? I, I did not watch it uh, live. I did not buy the pay-per-view. So here's why I watched it. This is uh, the Jake Paul dude, right? Jake Paul um, yeah. uh, is the YouTuber. I got this curiosity of why there are so many people following this guy, why this is such a story. And by the way, that was not boxing. Like the dude that he fought, who I think was 19 and two in an MMA, you know, 19 and two in his MMA career. Okay. And the, the conversation was now I'm fighting a real athlete. The dude is taking boxing seriously. He's been training for a long time. He's fighting non-boxers. So God bless you know what he's doing because he's making an incredible amount of money. It's an entertainment thing. This is the not the last boxing fight that he's going to have. Um, I, I'm this. It's a weird world, Travis. It's no longer about you know. It, it has nothing to do anymore with the best of the best going up against each other. It's just pure entertainment, and that's kind of what's taken over. That's what's selling tickets now. Yeah, I, I have no interest in that guy in any format whatsoever, but if somebody that knows boxing wants to tell me that he's going to go in there with somebody that could actually hurt him, then let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that because I'd, I'd like to see him take a few. Well, that's that's the concept of this. The concept is he's going to eventually fight somebody who's actually a boxer. I heard, uh, I was listening to Kellerman and Stephen A. I think this was the day after, kind of talk about it and describe it. And Kellerman had a point was, Kellerman was like, 
why would he fight a real boxer when he doesn't have to? He's fighting guys that are not boxers, and he's selling a, a crap load of pay-per-views, and he's making X amount of dollars. If you don't have to fight a real boxer, why should you fight a real boxer? He's kind of got a point there. Yeah, but until I mean, and, and, and people and, keep and buying it. And, and Stephen A. is saying, no, you got to go out there and, and face a real boxer. And Max is like, well, why does he have to when people are still buying the fights? All right, let's go to the next one here. This is from GFish21. <laughs> Hashtag Ask Slee. When you see a photo of Raiders owner Mark Davis, mm -hmm. do you immediately feel better about yourself? <laughs> Every morning, I wake up and I Google image Mark Davis, <laughs> and that kind of gets me going for the day. That kind of pumps me up right there. Mark like, Davis is- I, In my head, I'm like, Al, you've never looked any better in your life, even though you walk for your, uh, for your physical- <laughs> Hey, look- and look, you you and I are both. Uh, by the way, uh, never mind. I'll get to that in a later. Neither one of us have a ton of hair. I have a little bit more than you do, but you've you've gone I clean. Think a long I think time it's ago. debatable. Um, Mark Davis is a senior citizen with a He-Man haircut. What's up with that? As, hashtag Ashley. Yeah, Mark Davis is uh, demolishing us in the hair game. Let's say that. So no, he's not. No, I would rather be. 100% bald, then have that thing on top of my scalp for even one single second. Uh, let's see. This is from Paul. It's hashtag Astley. Backstreet Boys are in sync. Uh, neither, but if I have to pick one, uh, I'll go in sync because of uh, Justin. You know, you're not the the back. I can I be honest with this for yeah. a second? Yeah. I don't know the difference between the two. Like, I know one of them's bye bye bye, and <laughs> I know that the other one isn't bye bye bye, and that's all I got for you. And sync, Justin Timberlake. That's bye bye bye. That's and sync. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I think that's bye bye bye. That, that's my choice. I if like I had to pick one. between the two, because Justin Timberlake's actually a really good, you know, obviously a good artist, I'm gonna go. I'll go uh, in sync on that one. There you go. All right, this is from Ryan. You know what's oh, you know yeah. what's kind of crazy is <laughs> I pulled into the parking garage earlier today, mm -hmm. and you know Curtis and I park in the same garage, and I'm listening. You know, to, I hear some music kind of blaring out of uh, one of the cars. Curtis got it in sync on, and he, I mean, he's not like trying to hide it or anything like that. Like Curtis is very, very proud of listening to what he still says is the greatest work of art that any musician has ever put together. That's what he told me. That's what Curtis told me. That's how I felt when I was seven, when they were actually still performing. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. Which one was uh, Lance Bass in? See a Backstreet in Boy. In sync. See, I'm, mm. a, I'm a mess. All right, let's move on to Ryan. Uh, should I DM Corey Seager a picture of the tattoo I got of his number and tell him how much I want to re-sign with the Dodgers? Hashtag Ask Slee. No, you should not. I don't know if that's going to help him. I think those are times of things you just kind of keep to yourself. Uh, and let's. Uh, I think it's better not to scare Corey Seager that, that fans are doing that. So when I worked for uh, Rome, we mm -hmm. went and did an event in Albuquerque. And there was a guy that waited in line. You know, people would wait in line a really long time to, to take a picture with Jim or, mm -hmm. or get his autograph or whatever it was. It was always, you know, really cool that people would spend that much time to do something. The like herd, that. right? Um, this dude had a tattoo of Jim, not not just like a face or his initials, like of his entire being, from like the top, like the 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 shallow of your knee behind the back of your knee, right? For like the very top of his can't calf, do that. You can't do all that. the way down to his Achilles tendon. Fellas, you can't do that. It put it to you this it's way. It's not a good idea. It did not have the impact that he was hoping that it would have. It was not 
Oh, dude, that's awesome. It was cool tattoo, dude. Um, I'm sure the, I'm sure Rome can, can went on the air and talked there? about that story. I mean, I could just only imagine that he would. I mean, just kind of th- – this is one thing. I get it. You know, I, I've – I get how passionate people are about the Rome thing. That's a little weird because that's just, you know. But people get passionate, obviously, from a sports perspective. And maybe they'll put up, um, I don't know, something that they feel is just so important to them. Got to be very strategic with those. Those don't go away. And at one point, you're going to be at an age where you're sitting there saying, what the hell am I doing here? And you're going to terrify the person that you have the tattoo of. Absolutely. Uh, Where's another one? Hashtag Ask Slee. Are you a Sando or a Nugget guy at Chick-fil-A? There's a right answer here. Don't get this wrong. Uh, sandwich. Okay, good. Yeah, sandwich. Now, do you just go the way that it comes with the pickles and the the night? Or do you upgrade it or downgrade it? You add anything? You take anything off? I go the way it goes, but I like uh like got dipping some hot sauce. Got a you know, hot sauce kind of a key for me. You get that's the grilled one, don't you? That that that's the first right food answer you've had in quite some time. I'm pretty happy about um, that. Um, I Curtis, I get the grilled one, and yeah, I the tell one. them, I tell them, um, you get that's the like the worst thing. Chicken? And I, and then I tell them, then I say, um, I brought uh, my own uh, bread. And then I use I use. You have a nice, a nice I, loaf of squaw in your wheat, car that you keep. <laughs> I use wheat bread, and I tell them, "Can you just bread? warm up the wheat bread, and then just use my <laughs> use my own bread there?" You were kidding about the grilled. Bread, I was right? uh, because the only reason to get that sandwich is because fried chicken is delicious. I I was kidding about it, okay, but good. it's it's not like grilled chicken is bad. It just can't have it on that sandwich. I have grilled, grilled chicken, chicken nuggets is fine too. For other things, but not when you're getting a chicken sandwich. That's right, the another, weirdest thing. A, Another food question here. This mm-hmm. is, uh, what's your go-to non-snack road item to eat? As much as I love double-doubles, it's a pain in the butt to eat while driving. Hashtag Lee. So if you're snacking in the car yeah. and it's not a snack item, like you don't have like, I don't know, um, nuts or chips or something. What do you, like, what's the meal? So you like you're eating a meal in the car? Yeah, you, you, have, you have 10 minutes to get from here to I'm there. I'm doing a bar. Eaten? I'm doing some kind of a bar. Ugh. <sighs> That's what what else are you gonna do? What do you want me to do? You want me to come out with some salmon while I'm driving? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does he want me to do? What do I toss? I'm, I'm mixing a salad in the back seat. <laughs> I, no, but there is an answer to this. I have balsamic vinegar in the glove compartment. <laughs> you have an air fryer in the back seat. <laughs> what 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 you can do? What, what is a good one-handed item to eat in the car while driving? Sandwich. It's usually a sandwich isn't bad, but mm-hmm. if the sandwich is made properly, it's got a lot of stuff in it, so some stuff can fall out. And so, Travis it, it, is driving with chopsticks. He's eating nope, teriyaki nope, chicken with nope. uh, with some rice. It's the burrito. It's a one-handed item. It's all enclosed in the tortilla. Oh, that's messy. If, that that ain't happening. Are you? You're telling me you properly, can have. A, you're telling me you can you can have a burrito in your right hand when you're driving. Honestly, you have no idea. Really? <laughs> there are very few things I can't eat while I drive. Travis, if you see the right mess now. I have. With a burrito, when I'm on my own, I have a table. I mean, first of all, you got to set up the salsa the right way. I mean, there's a lot that well, goes you put into it a burrito. Inside the burrito, Slee, you know, you can. I, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm, a, I'm also a poor little more on each bite guy. I get that. I get that. But if we're in a hurry, you just have them pour a little in there, and you're on your way. You're down the road. It's, it's a pretty good way to. Travis go. is driving down the 405, cutting into a ribeye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a proper meal when he's driving. Not a bad way to go. Not a bad way. All right, let's try uh, one more here. Okay. Uh, Ooh, this is a good one. This is uh, you have one band or artist that you have to be stuck listening to for the rest of your life. Besides A Tribe Called Quest or Diplo, who are you picking? Um, Bob Marley. 
Yeah, you're a reggae guy. But Marley is such an easy listen, too. Like, that's a anytime, anywhere, it doesn't matter the mood, nothing. Marley's a very, very easy one to just kind of yeah, have that one in the background. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Weird Al Yankovic. That's, uh, that's my choice for a lifetime of uh, Weird Al catalogs stuck on that desert island. All right. The Dodgers and the Padres are getting ready to start another four-game Padres series. Padres struggling. They're kind of ruining this. Uh... They're absolutely not holding up their end of the bargain. We're going to get into that coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. But first, let me tell you.